Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Today, we're joined by Gabe Gilsrud from Northland Auto, and we're talking by used wheelhouses. Gabe, thanks for joining the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. First off, why should someone even consider buying a used house? Why buy a used wheelhouse? That's a good question. You know, I've noticed in the wheelhouse market, you know, over time and as people, uh, especially with families, get involved with the sport, uh, needs change. You know, uh, plain and simple, what what worked for you last year um, may not be the case going forward. You might be looking to downsize. Uh, as kids leave the house, or you might be looking to upsize as you uh, as, as you add to the family or uh, or, or or your friends list, you know, because you're the guy with the wheelhouse. What are the advantages for going used compared to buying something new off the lot? Well, you know, obviously there's a, a cost savings involved if you're buying, especially a name brand unit. However, I, I think on on the other side of things, when you're when you're looking at home built. Uh, there's some really interesting concepts and ideas that get uh, that get used that you just can't buy uh, in a name brand fish house. So there's there's uh, I mean there's a whole gamut of options to pick from. But uh, some people have put a lot more thought into into the the use of their fish house than others. Yeah, a lot of times you see those used houses. They have all the accessories already in there. Everything's kind of ready to go. Where you buy new, you do have that that blank slate where you can do things, but that means that's going to be more investment for you there too to to get all that stuff rigged up. Mm-hmm. What are some of the disadvantages of buying used? We're going to get into those details here, I think, later. But what are some of the disadvantages? What are some of the things that uh, when people buy used and they come back to you, go, eh, maybe I should have got this? What are, What are the things that they're talking about? You know, and, and I actually turned to Craigslist for my inspiration. You know, if you just put in the word fish house, uh, it's going to pull up new, it's going to pull up used, it's going to pull up chicken coops to shanties to, you, you know. But uh, what I see and what I hear from folks, you know, is, is really it's the, it, it's buyer beware, right? When you're buying used, typically there's not a warranty. You don't know the history, how it trailers, you know, the balance how the tires wear or don't wear, you know. There's a lot that you learn after you buy a used anything that uh, might be really good, might be really bad. So I guess the red flags are really, you know, spongy floors. Uh, People tend to buy with emotion. And so they might see something and they really, hey, this is it. It's got, it looks sharp. It's got the right price. I'm just going to go for it. You know, I, I can make this happen. And I think in hindsight, uh, many people find themselves in, in remorseful situations because they didn't take the time to, to do their due diligence and look the whole unit over. They just wrote a check and, you know, got that, that temporary high of buying something new and, and, and having big aspirations. Now you talked about a little bit there with the spongy floors, but what are some other things that people should look for? What should they do when they're inspecting a wheelhouse? What Really, what should they zero in on and kind of red flag type things? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, you know, spongy floors come from leaks. Uh, 
you know, be it around windows, uh, uh, through the roof, e even from underneath, uh, or at the bottom of the wall where it meets the trailer on some of the steel framed models. Um, you know, I, I think when it comes to this type of purchase, I, I would approach it much like a boat, you know. Um, it's one of those things that can get very expensive very fast, and so you really just need to be very meticulous with your inspection. Take a look underneath of it. Uh, take a look at the roof. Bring a ladder, you know. Don't don't give a seller any excuses to tell you, hey, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have a ladder. You, you know, good luck getting up there to look at it. Just bring a little step ladder so you can take a peek at it and make sure there's no... Uh, if it's a rubber roof, tears in the roof. If it's a steel roof uh, or an aluminum paneled roof, make sure all the seams look tight and sealed. You know, things of that nature. Caulking around windows is huge. And not to pick on any one brand, but I've just noticed it on the castles. Your, your older ice castles where the wall meets the, the frame, oftentimes there's a gap there that's going to allow in some water and can cause some rot of that bottom bottom sill. And being that they are kind of the ones to follow in the industry uh, for steel frame construction, a lot of your home builds have kind of followed suit. So just checking out those intersections, anywhere that water can get in, that's a, that's a potential uh, spot for rot, mold, you know. Those are the biggest things. I mean, obviously there's axle wear issues too to consider, or uh, tire wear issues from axle, you know, alignment. Yeah, what's what's that all about? You know, you you've talked about kind of the the house part of it, but what about the axles and wheels? What should they be looking for there? Um, I, I think as a buyer, a red flag would be brand new tires uh, on on a, on a wheelhouse. I'd like to see something with some some age to it, so you know it's been trailered, you know that it's been down the road a ways, and that you can kind of see what's going on with those things. But you know, if you're pulling up to one that's used, and you see that the the wheels are tipped in or, you know, pigeon toed, or it looks like it's had some, some repairs done to the, you know, spindles maybe been welded onto the frame a few times. Those would all indicate to me that there's an overweight situation or maybe it's been through some trauma, you know, hit a, I mean, the roads up, up by all of the destination lakes are, are not in good shape. You know, there's all kinds of potholes and large cracks in the road. And so these things tend to travel over them at, pretty good clip down the road, you know, as, as people are getting to and from. Bent axles, broken axles, those kinds of things are pretty common throughout the winter. We hear about them all the time. So it's not necessarily a, a, a no-go. I think you're probably just looking to see what the quality of work is. Because like you said, you know, if people are using these things, they're not going to be perfect if they're used. No, I mean, it's, it's obviously been used, right? I mean, yeah. Things have been screwed to the wall, uh, you know, fish have come up through the floor. It's, it, it, you know, if it's got carpet, it might have a smell to it. You know, it, it's, it's not new. But having a, a general idea of what, what these things endure in a typical season and where some of the weak points are is, is very important, I think, as you go into a used purchase. Yeah, that was actually kind of my next question is like, these things are not going to be perfect. They're, they're used and anytime, even when you're looking at a used car or a used RV or used anything, there are going to be some things that you see that are not perfect. So what are kind of some of the things that are okay to overlook if you see them? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that there is anything that's okay to overlook. Um, it's no different for me. 
I, I personally, I, I, I am a big proponent of buying new for, for obvious reasons. I mean, you warranties, support, all of that. When you're done with your wheel also, it's got to go somewhere and someone's going to want to buy it. So, um, it's a, it's a valid question. It's just, I don't think that there's much to overlook, especially for what these things command. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, like I said, I turned to Facebook for some inspiration here and, you know, I see, I see no name fish house camper that really doesn't look like more than a box, you know, and they're, they're looking for $4,800 for it. Well, you, you know, that, that can buy you a lot of fun or it can buy you a lot of headache. Sure. You know, and it's not a it's not a purchase you want to make twice. So again, being real meticulous with the with your inspection, if there's something that you see that's not quite right with it that you know you can fix yourself, sure, I, that's something that I guess I would overlook, just with the intention that I'll deal with it myself later and I'm okay with that. But you know, when it comes to like the axle axle issues, tire alignment, those are things that need to be professionally addressed and they come at a cost you know, so having an understanding of that cost and is that something that I want to potentially have a headache with or have that additional expense to make this house what it, what it needs to be to perform and get me out there to enjoy a season, you know, that's, that's the question. And that's a great answer. You know, maybe things yeah, like, mean, yeah, things like appliances or things like that, maybe that you think you can pull in, pop out, you know, if you needed to. But uh, I think, I think what you're saying is if, if you feel like there's a, a major issue there, uh, pack up and go and look at a different house. <laughs> yeah. If it's not something that you're comfortable with uh, doing yourself or, or uh, just rolling the dice on what it might cost to have the right guy do the work, it it's, it may or may not be worth it to you. Again, I kind of liken it to, to boats, you know. We see a lot of guys that they just bought a boat, they take it out, and it, it, it fails them in some way, you know. And, and now it's in the shop for weeks, and, uh, you know, what, what they went into with good intentions, thought it was a great purchase. Now it, you know, might need thousands of dollars in engine work that the last guy didn't disclose, and, you know, your season shot. We don't sure. want that for anybody, you know, be it a boat or be it, you know, on, on, on the hard side of the ice, uh, you know, with the fish houses. So. It's almost like you've been looking at my questions, though, because you were talking about value in, in this used house for $4,800. And that was my next question is how do you determine value on a used wheelhouse? It's, uh, you know, there's lots <laughs> of people throwing lots of numbers out there and it's sometimes yeah, it's hard to you know, figure and, out what's, what's a buy. And, and it's tough. It really is. <clears throat> so some of these, like we mentioned before, was they're, they're home built. Someone's got a lot of time and a lot of thought, you know, in, into building this wheelhouse. And to them, it has great value. To the next guy, it might be laid out all wrong, and it, he might see some issues with it. Maybe it wasn't assembled the best. Maybe it's been used a few years and it needs some work. You know, he's going to see it differently. Um, when we've taken them in on trade, I've been surprised at, uh, you know, what we think they're worth and versus what, what, what we actually get for them after we put the work in to make them right. You know, and, uh, it, I, I wouldn't say we've, we've lost money on any of them. We're happy to break even. Um, 
but but it does surprise me, uh, especially some of the older home builds. Uh, customers come in, they've got they got ideas. You know, this thing's worth uh, six grand. You know, and we'll run through the litany of of reasons why it isn't worth six grand until some things are fixed, price it accordingly, and we'll sell it for less than <laughs> than the six grand. You, you know, when it's all said and done, it it just it it, it shocks me that. Uh, that uh, and, and if you get the right buyer to come along, he might he might have given you seven grand for it, you, you know. But usually, once it's had some time to sit on the uh, on the market, people look at it. Um, I, I just don't feel that some of the used ones are really worth what people believe they are. I guess the question is, is if I'm looking at a, at a, wheel, a used wheelhouse and it's got a certain price tag on it, how do I go about determining whether or not that price? is a fair price and it's something that you guys obviously do all the time. How would mm -hmm. an average guy figure that out? Sure. So we do it on the used side of things. And so our, our approach with a used or with a new house is really going to be putting the customer in the layout that meets their needs and finding out what options they need to have and then pricing it accordingly. And it's really, it, no different with used houses. There are so many of them out there. You've got an unending list of layouts, sizes, options. I, I think if I was shopping right now for a used one, I would first just determine my size and layout. You know, what is it that I really want to tow? What is it that I really want to do in my house? And then I would find a handful of houses that meet those criteria and then establish my budget and you might find a real standout just a no-brainer where you're like this is what i want it's in a great price range i'm going to go buy it after you do your due diligence look it over make sure there's no glaring deficiencies <laughs> but uh that that's how i would approach it i wouldn't necessarily just say i've got six thousand dollars to spend and i'm going to go buy a, a wheelhouse you know and try to buy the biggest one or buy the the most loaded one, because you're going to find that that house probably isn't what you're after. Is there anything I didn't ask you about buying a used wheelhouse that you came prepared you wanted to talk about and I didn't ask you about? Not necessarily. I was totally unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I uh, really didn't know what we were going to discuss here. But uh, and, and really, I mean, we do more with the, the new than the used. You know, we deal with used on trade and uh, occasionally we'll have a consignment come up I, and I, I love that situation because you'll have a guy that again he thinks his house is worth so much money you know and we'll tell him, well let's put it on the lot and see how it goes you know and 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 they get humbled pretty quick you know the phone might not ring for a good long time we lower the price have some conversations few low balls come in we don't take those too seriously and then ultimately we strike a deal, you know, somewhere between the low ball guy and, and, and what they originally had in mind. But I, I think where I'm going with that is a, a lot of what you're going to see on, on the market here, uh, Craigslist, Facebook marketplace, they're, they're comparing to new houses. They're comparing to better houses and the house is really only what worth what somebody's going to pay for it. So don't, don't go into it as a buyer with the mindset that this house has to cost this much. Uh, 
if it doesn't have a name brand on it, especially, I'm not saying go try to steal one from somebody. I'm just saying spend the money that you want to spend for the options and the build quality and the, and the uh, overall condition that that's put in front of you. It's good stuff, Gabe. And, and I got to, you know, hand it to you and, and really thank you because I've actually reached out to about four different people trying to get someone to do this interview. And it's not probably a topic that a lot of dealers or manufacturers want to talk about. So um, appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your knowledge and talking about a topic that isn't really the easiest topic to talk about, especially if you're in the business selling wheelhouses. So uh, thanks so much well, for doing that. Yeah, but you know, a lot of these guys that are selling their used house are buying a new house. For sure. So, and it and it does some of it does need to be said. I'm I don't know that I may be saying it the most eloquently, uh, you, you know, but it, it, as regards the used prices and and how some of them are uh, out of line. Yeah, I, I don't want to discount what a guy's got into it or what a guy's, you know. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that go into these things, uh, especially on the home built side. But you know that at the end of the day, they they can only be worth so much. So they and and they're all going to have some level of repair needed and and certain issues just arising from the overall build construction. So it's all stuff that needs to be discussed. Yeah, and that's why we did the topic. I thought it was something that. Uh, that people want to know. I definitely see it all the time online. People asking about asking the questions that I'm asking you. Um, so I, obviously, it's something that people want to know. But it is kind of a, a tough subject to bring up, especially when uh, you're in the business of selling stuff and you've got uh, different relationships with people who make things. So just want to say thanks for coming on and talking about these things. If people are interested in uh, having a talk with you at Northland Auto about buying a used or buying a new house, where can they find you? My email address, easiest, is uh, fishhousetoys at gmail.com. Or uh, you can also reach us through the website, which is nlaci.com. That's like Northland Auto Center Incorporated.com. Awesome. Gabe Gilsrud, thanks so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Chris. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.